0: Right, fact check this podcast, and today we are nine months into the Biden presidency, and it's time to pop this baby out. So, and I'm doing this like windows open, you're going to hear chickens trying to squeeze out butt nuggets, the goats are going nuts back there, we got traffic, it's all fun, it's a beautiful day, so we got all the windows open, so if you can hear the background noise, I apologize, hopefully you can't. That's kind of the point of this whole little setup here. But, we'll see. So, the fun, the most fun shit that's come out of the past couple weeks has been the the DHS agents on horseback r- rounding up the Haitian immigrants who are coming across the border in Texas. And we have uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the Biden uh, sec- or Department of Homeland Security like secretary or whatever. Now, I talked about this guy when it was announced that he was going to be the head of the secretary or the secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. You know, all, all the talk about... The cages that they were holding people in, and that Trump was using the cages, but that uh, the Obama administration built the cages. This was the motherfucker that orchestrated the building of the cages. Like he's the one that 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 was his doing to begin with. So he's already I mean, that, that should tell you everything you need to know about him. Well, now, now in response to the current immigrant crisis that's going on at the border, he's blaming this on a broken immigration system, a broken immigration system that he helped develop, coordinate, build, completely put together. (laughs) So this is the guy that orchestrated the whole thing. Now blaming it on being or saying that the reason they can't handle this is because the system is broken. This is fucking hilarious. You you can't get this. It's the same deal as with Janet Yellen talking about the the fact that they don't have. Uh, they have to start like the, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. They're, they're looking at this like three trillion or two and a half to three trillion dollar uh, spending bill and infrastructure and blah, 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 and all this stuff. But at the same time, they're, <clears throat> they're coming up against the debt ceiling and they don't have the money for all of this stuff. And, and Janet Yellen has more or less admitted that the tax and spend Keynesian policies have kind of been a failure and put them in a position where, inflation is running rampant and like they're seeing all of these things that they they really can't rein in and control because they've fucked it for so long that it, it you know it's broken the system and she has throughout her entire career been the one who has orchestrated the breaking of the fucking system like so it, it's hilarious that the people who Biden put in charge of all of these things who are now blaming all of these systems being broken on why things are going badly. They were the ones who broke it to begin with. They are the ones who orchestrated it, built the thing the way it is. They fucked it up from the get go, and now they're blaming the way that it was developed and on why they're having the problems now. When they're the ones who fucking did it. It's this. It, I mean. It's the same thing as Biden himself during the 2020 campaign and everything, talking about how uh, the criminal justice system is systematically racist and all of these problems with it. When that motherfucker orchestrated and wrote the 94 crime bill that made it that way. Like, have people not figured out that all of these problems are caused by the motherfuckers that are sitting around talking about what a problem it is. They, they keep talking about how broken the system is and that it's not because of their individual policies that they're enacting today, but the way that the whole thing was constructed. These are the people who constructed it. It's it's like if my deck falls in. And I said, "Well, that's terrible. Obviously, the person who built the deck did a shitty job. but I'm going to build the deck. They built this deck, and it is falling apart. <laughs> But they're they're trying to blame anyone and everyone else. Uh, if if you just scroll through like the the headlines today, half of them half of them talk about how the GOP and the Democrat or, and the Republicans are such a a danger to democracy. They have kicked this can down the road the exact same way that the that the Democrats have. I uh, the big the big the uh like the big point that they make in one of them is that is that democrats are being uh, very critical of Biden right now with Afghanistan and the border crisis and his handling of covid and because some democrats are being so critical of Biden where Republicans weren't critical of Trump. That means that the GOP is a danger to democracy because they weren't critical of Trump. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I, I don't remember. It's like, okay, yes, there are a handful of Republicans who have, uh, who back Trump 100% of the time, no matter what. But a lot of them were very critical of him at almost every turn. The same could be said about some of the higher up Democratic leadership. A lot of them will not say anything bad about Biden. They won't. They won't be critical. They will back the party line. But we don't talk about that. We don't talk about any of those. I mean, it's it's always everything's always put in these like big sweeping, uh, because some Republicans back Trump no matter what all the republicans are bad but because some democrats are critical of Biden all the democrats are good it's fucking nuts and the more we go through it the more we look at it <laughs> like it it's really it's really disappointing like that we we've had the uh, the red flag vote that came through the house this week and 135 Republicans voted in favor of the red flag laws that are, they're trying to push through, which this is just another way to try to single out and have an excuse to go after domestic terrorists and extremists and anybody who basically anybody who refuses to get vaccinated, refuses to play along with the, Uh, narrative that's going to be pushed down our throats for literally the rest of our lives. Like we've, we've crossed that Rubicon. Like this is, this is the new normal. There is no going back to 2019. There is no going back to mid 2020. Everything gets worse from here. Like if you're paying any attention to Australia, that's what's coming. It's maybe not, maybe not this year, maybe not even next year, but that's what's coming. That's where they're going. you've got 135 republicans who voted in favor of the red flag laws. and and here's the dumbest fucking thing about it is you can go to some of these like really right-wing websites that are oh, what was the name of that one it was the one that published like the names of the the 135 uh representatives who voted in favor of it is like a it's a trump site uh, let's see we love trump.com I didn't realize it was that on the nose. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. We love trump.com is the the primary site that had posted like the whole list of all of the republicans that voted in favor of the red flag laws. Did did the did the we love trump people forget the the red the red flag shit came from Trump himself? I They are so caught up in this you know, idea of what Trump was it's fucking insane. It, the whole thing is this. It's, and, and this is something that I've talked about before. There's not a lot of direction in this episode. I obviously wasn't super prepared. I, I'm actually way more prepared for the episode than I'm going to do for Wednesday. Uh, but I, I can only talk about COVID so much. And I needed a break from it for today's episode. So, so Wednesday we get back into stuff that I actually have statistics and like stuff that I prepared for. But for today, this is it is what it is. But like the crazy thing about both the right and the left, and looking at it from that thousand foot view, is it's a religion all the way around. Like both sides, they are religiously devoted to. The democratic ideas and that the system is broken and ignore the fact that these are the motherfuckers that broke it. And that they didn't even break it. They built it that way to begin with. Like It was built broke. And then the Trumpers who ignore the fact that the red flag laws came from him to begin with. That ignore the fact that at every turn, whenever Republicans have had the opportunity to quell some of this or to maybe, maybe push back on any of this stuff. They never do it. They never do it. Uh, we talked about it. I, I think it was me and Craig on uh, from break the bill. We talked about, you know, the the fact that the Republicans will come out and they'll look at this $3 trillion uh, spending bill. They'll look at the debt ceiling and they'll raise the debt ceiling they may not raise it as much as the Democrats want, but they'll do it. They'll pass that spending bill. They may not give them the whole three trillion. They might do two and a half. They might do two and a quarter. But they're gonna pass that spending bill. They're not gonna they're not gonna put a stop to any of this stuff. They're not going to take out any of the bullshit that shouldn't be in there. They're not going to make sure that it's actually spent on what it should be spent on. They're not going to get rid of any of the pork or the fluff or the bullshit. They're going to make sure that their pockets are still lined and that everybody who's voting for it still gets everything that they need and that they're going to be set for life, whether they get reelected or not. Because they made sure that the right people got the right money out of this fucking spending bill that never should have been passed to begin with. And Republicans will cheer because it wasn't $3 trillion. They pushed back. They fought. They fought the good fight, and they won. So much fucking winning. We are bankrupt. The whole fucking system is bankrupt. And the people who made it that way are the ones who are trying to convince you that they're fighting for you. That's all I got for today. This is a super short episode. Like I said, wasn't super prepared, but at the same time, I, like, I wanted to talk about some of that stuff. And Oh, fuck. The longer I sit here and watch this ticker roll through, these Republicans helped craft the infrastructure bill, but they might not vote for it. See, this is more... This is controlled propaganda. This is more of the bullshit. This is going to make it seem like It was a bipartisan effort to get this infrastructure bill in place. And then they're going to fight it. And there's going to be pushback. And at the end of it, the thing that's going to get lost is they're going to cut stuff. They're going to add stuff. They're going to change stuff around. And it'll be way worse than anything they ever talked about to begin with. But nobody's going to actually pay attention to what's in it. Because they're going to pass it. And they're going to say that it's infrastructure and it's necessary. And they're going to say that it was a bipartisan effort and that everybody got together and they finally had some agreement. And they finally, like, they've always had the agreement. They've always been working together. They were always going to pass it. They were always going to make sure that it got done. Ever notice bills don't really die? They get changed. They get twisted around, manipulated. And by the end of it, nobody actually pays attention to what's in it. All anybody pays attention to is the fight that was held over it. And we all get fucked. And they all get their way. And no one's any the wiser. They run out these two, 3,000 page bills that have all this bullshit built into them. Longer than something that anybody's going to read or pay attention to. So that they can do whatever they want. And the average person's too stupid or lazy to take the time to figure out what it was. It's a fucking joke. We'll be back on Wednesday with a lot more information and some better preparedness. And hopefully some stuff that people will get some value out of. And maybe you enjoyed today too. Nonetheless, leave me uh, leave me a review or something. Let me know what you thought about uh, the episode, what I'm doing. I'm actually really excited because I'm uh, the guy who got me into all this to begin with. Uh, Johnny Profita of Peddling Fiction is going to be joining me later. Uh, we're going to record later in the week, I believe. And we are going to do a secession special. We're going to look at if the country did break apart, what would it look like? And we're going to compare it to The Hunger Games and uh, talk about that as well. So that's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. But in the meantime, hope everybody has a good one. And I'll be back Wednesday with the COVID update. Yikes. Mm